Welcome to Ignited Goddess with Christine Duraki. Over the next hour, you will learn about the connection of mind, body, and spirit. Now, here is Christine. Welcome to the Ignited Goddess Show. I'm Christine Duraki, your host. I'm an Ayurvedic health coach, yoga instructor, and I've been in the beauty industry for over 30 years. On the show, we'll talk about health, wellness, and beauty in the mind, body, and soul. Today, my guest is Allie Vinci. She is a doula. Allie was drawn to her practice of yoga when she was 18. She was unsure of which direction she wanted to go in life. She then discovered yoga as a way to to connect deeper to herself and the world around her. She's completed her 200-hour teacher training at Diana Yoga Arts. She's continued to deepen her practice and expand her teachings. Through a spark in learning about prenatal yoga, Ali felt called to support women and the pregnant community in a greater capacity. She became a birth and doula and created her business, Birth Elements. Allie now works privately with pregnant women and families in Central and North Jersey to support them through pregnancy, labor, and early postpartum period. Welcome, Allie. How are you you today? Thank you so much, Christine. I'm good. I'm excited to be here. How are you? I'm so excited to have you. I know you through yoga, and now I know you because of um, being a doula. And I'd love to tell our listeners a little bit about your story and how you came to become a doula and start Birth Elements. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny because it honestly just kind of came to me one day. It, I had, The word doula had just continued to come into my consciousness and I wasn't totally sure what it was. And mm-hmm. as I, I was drawn towards helping women specifically and the pregnant community after doing my prenatal yoga teacher training, sent me yoga teacher and I found that path. And when I was doing the prenatal yoga teacher training, it just completely opened my eyes to how much depth there is there and how much support could be held for this community and how much of a difference a doula could make in, in creating a positive birth experience for people. So I, did a training and I just absolutely fell in love with the work. I started right away and it's, it's just unlike anything I've ever experienced before supporting people in this capacity. It's, I've just fallen, fallen in love with it. It's, I've always kind of found my strengths in times of uncertainty or intensity. And I just, I have one of my strengths is being able to stay grounded and to, be level-headed and at a place of calm throughout those kind of Mm -hmm. experiences. So when I found this role of a doula, I just kind of, it just felt so right. (laughs) Yeah. So, right. Like in that chaos, that change of, Mm -hmm. of, and it could be miraculous if we allow it and move with it. Yeah. So when you first started, you were you were doing other things as well, right? You were going to school. What what you were going to school for something else, right? I initially. Well, I've, I've teach yoga. I manage yoga studio. So at that point, I think I had just finished a small business management certification at uh, County College, and yeah. So I've it's it's a balance sure. teaching yeah. yoga. managing the studio and then I just Mm -hmm. I felt like I wanted to do something more and that was kind of what led me to to take the leap and to really dive deeper down that well of becoming a doula and through yoga you also did some Ayurveda training um and I know you know we've done some things together but do you also offer the Ayurvedic aspect of it to the pregnant community? Yeah. I mean, my, my main approach through and working with the pregnant community is a lot based in my trainings of yoga. So it's very holistic in that capacity of using the breath, using movement, using all these kinds of things that fall under the umbrella of Ayurveda. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but also I, 
I share with my clients that I am trained as an Ayurvedic health coach and if they're interested in that, that I'm happy to delve more into that. So even just general things like eating warm, nutritious foods and mm-hmm. staying on a routine to ha- optimize digestion and things like that is, are just good for anyone, especially right, right. in that period where you're you're nurturing yourself and yeah. being growing inside of you. So it's even more important. Yeah. Yes. So what would something look like if you were to work with, say, I, you know, say I hired you and I was pregnant, what would that look like? <laughs> so I, they can and that can't at- happen anymore, but yeah, <laughs> uh, they, they can hire me at any point in their pregnancy. So it can be as long as I have availability, they can hire me a few weeks before or as soon as they find out they're pregnant. So depending on when, we're joined on that journey. It might vary. Like if they, if we decide to work together in the beginning, we might meet a few more times throughout, but basically we'll have multiple prenatal meetings to discuss, to get to know each other better. Really. It's, it's such a intimate space that we're going to be in together and that I'm going to be supporting them through. So So a lot of it is just getting comfortable and getting to know each other so that I can understand the client in a greater capacity so that I can support them the best I can. So Mm -hmm. it's a lot of getting to know them, getting to know their strengths, their challenges, to know, to kind of plant seeds of what to expect of how they might be through labor and birth. And we chat a lot about what to expect. So we talk about different things that might arise depending on where they're birthing. I support people in all locations, birthing center, home, or the hospital. So depending on where they're birthing, things might look a little different. So what to expect in that capacity. And we also have, we also cover comfort measures. So there's lots of different things that I, that I bring in, in my bag of tricks that (laughs) can be used for comfort. So we'll practice, for example, movement is a great Cool in labor, even if they have limited movement, if they're getting an epidural, there's still different movement that we can do. So a lot of that is, or one of the prenatal meetings is practicing some of those things. So it's not just brought on in labor so that they mm-hmm. get to get familiar with some of these things and even practice them when we're not together to start to prepare. So a lot of answering any questions that they have of what to expect, if they want resources on, on different things, uh-huh. I share resources. So it's, I'm really just like their birth companion. I'm a trained birth professional. So I'm there to share with them whatever they're looking for more support in. And I would love to have you. I always was going (laughs) back to that book, what to expect Mm. when you're expecting. (laughs) It was always by my night table. (laughs) I carried it everywhere with me just to make sure that everything was normal. So this would have been such a, a wonderful tool or and just comfort really like it does Mm -hmm. sound you are hugely comforting to your client and nurturing and nourishing so it is it's a a wonderful offering I love it so much (laughs) thank you yeah it's nice to have a book like that like some sort of trusted resource that you can yeah because it's it's it, it can be a lot. You're entering a whole new world, especially for a first-time parent. You're entering a whole new world. There's all this information out there. So knowing where to get those, like what books to trust, where to get information from, it's there's so much. It can be overwhelming. So that's I can help with that too of getting what you need and letting the rest fall yes, aside because a-, a lot of it is so internal too. It's such an inward mm-hmm. journey. So in addition to the those meetings, and I'm also on call from 37 weeks until they give birth, and then as soon as they want me to join them when they're in labor. I join them. I come to their house or wherever they're giving birth. It's all based on preference. And then I'll stay with them through labor, through one or two hours postpartum, whenever they're ready to ready to be on their own. And then it includes a follow-up postpartum visit. And then I'm also a postpartum doula. So in addition to that, if they want to continue to work together and receive support, postpartum after that as well. Wonderful. We're going to take a short break and we'll hear about some birthing stories when we return. (music) 
Want to see what Voice America is up to behind the scenes? Follow us on TikTok at Voice America Talk Radio. Ignited Goddess offers a professional and personalized eight-week radiant health course designed for women. This online course consists of custom-designed modules based on the principles of Ayurveda and yoga with an emphasis on mind, body, and soul to support well-being and a healthy lifestyle. Clients are rewarded with a renewed sense of beauty and life-changing results. Participants in the course meet twice a week online in a group environment. The program starts with personal, one-on-one individual consultation with each client. Each weekly course offers creative building blocks to strengthen a healthy foundation towards better health and well-being. For more information on Ignited Goddess and details regarding the Radiant Health Course, visit ignitedgoddess.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to Ignited Goddess with Christine Duraki. Have a question for Christine or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Ignited Goddess Show. I'm your host, Christine Duraki, and my guest today is Ali Vinci. She is a prenatal yoga instructor and doula. Before we get back with her, let's take our Ignited Awareness Pause. So unless you're driving, close your eyes and then start to tap on the center of your forehead. Start to notice your breath. Maybe your breath is to the count of four, inhaling and then exhaling for the count of four. Again, breathe in for the count of four. And breathe out for the count of four. Then start to notice any feedback that your body's giving you right now. Maybe it's something that you know what's going on. and Maybe it's something different. Just becoming aware of what the natural feedback your body gives you moment to moment in this pause. And let's go back to Allie now. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. We're back with Allie Vinci. She is a doula, certified doula. So when I was pregnant, my last child came very quickly. And my um, husband had to deliver her in the lobby of the hospital. (laughs) I would have heard the story. (laughs) I would have loved for you to be there. Wow. (laughs) Um, It was, we, every birth, I think, you know, all my children were very different. Mm -hmm. And for a long time, they said that she was late, two weeks late. And then suddenly, (laughs) it was like that. It was so fast that we couldn't even get to the hospital. And I was also at the time practicing yoga. And thankfully, I kept using my breath. Mm. And our breath is so powerful in yoga, using it during birth, and just all the time, you know, if, if we're in a stressful situation. But there's something else. When, you, um, when you're pregnant, there's Lamaze. How does Lamaze differ from like yoga and is there a difference? Yeah, I'm not trained in Lamaze. I know a little bit about it, but I'm not mm-hmm. as familiar uh, with them. I know they do like a, like a sharp through the mouth <laughs> kind of, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm particularly for me, I'm not, I'm not trained in that. So I don't practice that if, if the client has done Lamaze classes and mm-hmm. is doing that breath. Yeah. But there is, I mean, there's different kinds of breathing you can do through pregnancy, through labor, through delivery. Uh, So depending on 
what stage of labor, whether it's during a contraction, whether it's in between the contractions, there's different things you can do. So like for for my prenatal, you're asking about the yoga connection mm-hmm. too. Uh, through prenatal yoga, there are different breathing practices that we can do prenatally to prepare. So it's oh, the diaphragm and the pelvic floor are connected. So mm-hmm. as you inhale, the, the breath goes down and the pelvic floor naturally kind of softens. As you exhale, it naturally starts to contract and come up a little bit. So doing more of an intentional and active pelvic floor kind of breath that can be very useful for helping to relax the pelvic floor, which is something that you need to call on in delivery mm-hmm. in the pushing <laughs> phase. We need, if the pelvic floor is tight, then the baby's not going to come as, as easy. So doing kind of breathing practices like that to do pelvic floor work is, is wonderful. There is also breathing practices that help to tap into your transverse abdominals, that deep core, which can also help for pushing. So during that pushing period, whether no matter what kind of birth you're having, whether it's unmedicated, medicated, or C-section, this this other kind of breath technique, it helps to strengthen that deep core, which helps to prevent prevent extreme diastasis the separation of the mm-hmm. abs. It helps to move baby down more efficiently. So if it's an unmedicated birth if you practice that prenatally then you kind of have it in your body you can feel it if it's a medicated birth you won't have as much feeling awareness so again by practicing it you already have it kind of in your body and your body can naturally kind of tap into it or if it's a cesarean it can help a lot with recovery too strengthening mm-hmm. those deep abs so there's there's breathing practices prenatally for pelvic floor to help with abdominal um, so important it's, it can make such a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's one, one of the things a lot of my birth clients have taken my prenatal yoga classes and we do those things in every single class that they get to practice. I encourage them to practice every day when they're not, when we're not together. And that's one of the main feedbacks that I've received from those clients is I did the breath that we practiced all the time mm-hmm. when I was pushing and the, the, care providers are blown away by how efficiently they're able to move baby down and, and push and deliver their baby. It's, it's, yeah. it's really beautiful to see how big of a difference that it can make and to see the moment of it clicking and of like, Oh, this is what I practiced for it. Now I'm actually able to do it. Right. But, yeah. I mean, in yoga, our, um, our breath is our life force, our prana, mm-hmm. and it is so powerful in pregnancy. And I think that that so many people don't know that. And so I'm so happy that you share those specific breath Mm -hmm. that actually can make a difference in all stages of pregnancy. Yeah. And that you're, you know, I know you're such a good teacher of it. So (laughs) thank you. (laughs) Love that you're sharing it. (laughs) Thank you. So, so I remember also that, I was always told, especially with my first child, you cannot do ab work, you know, and now I think that's kind of a, um, a fallacy. It's not actual truth that mm-hmm. you can't do it. You're just going to do it a different way. Yeah. So can you share a little bit about that? Absolutely. Yeah. So there's that's the, that's that's the thing. <laughs> There's certain <laughs> things that that are said that can't be done, and that's a general statement. But no, there's mm-hmm. specific ways that you can do things to still support to still support your body. So there, it's the abdominal work is just a different type of abdominal. You're not in pregnancy. You're not doing sit ups and those kind of mm-hmm. things, which create more separation in the abs. So it's like, like I mentioned that there's a breathing practice that really helps to activate and tune into the deep core. So that's just to seed it. It's, it's simply seated. It's a full deep inhale and the exhale is super intentional through the mouth. Like you're blowing up a balloon and you think of the sides of the ribs drawing. Like if you bring your hands by your sides and move your fingertips towards each other on your side body drawing forward, it helps to, and find the very bottom of the exhale to empty all the way. Then those that deepest layer of abs starts to activate. So that's simply a seated breath that mm-hmm. is a major 
ab strengthener. <laughs> uh, and very, and then, very intuitive too, right? Like mm-hmm. the sense of it, of visually feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very intentional. It's very specific. And then there are other things like if you're in a tabletop and sending one leg back and the other leg back, but if you just generally do that, that might not be great if you're letting your belly really sink towards the floor and giving the weight weight of the belly towards gravity. You get, it's kind of thinking of that same thing of hugging the baby, hugging the sides of the body. It's not mm-hmm. sucking the baby in towards your spine. It's it's more of like a hug to activate, to to support the belly, mm-hmm. to hug the baby in. So there's if if you're going about things with that kind of perspective of supporting the belly, supporting the baby and then there then you can do some of these other things in a supported yeah. way. It feels so um nurturing and like safe and loving, like in a yeah. very sweet loving space. Yeah. 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 Connecting with the baby, preparing each yeah. other, working together with the baby. Right. Like intuitive intuitively getting to know the baby mm-hmm. before the baby's here. Yeah. That sensing. That's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to take a short break and we will come back and learn about the perspective and how attending to attending a birth actually is <laughs> in a real time um, happenings. We'll be right back. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Ignited Goddess offers a professional and personalized eight-week Radiant Health course designed for women. This online course consists of custom-designed modules based on the principles of Ayurveda and yoga, with an emphasis on mind, body, and soul to support well-being and a healthy lifestyle. Clients are rewarded with a renewed sense of beauty and life-changing results. Participants in the course meet twice a week online in a group environment. The program starts with personal, one-on-one, individual consultation with each client. Each weekly course offers creative building blocks to strengthen a healthy foundation towards better health and well-being. For more information on Ignited Goddess and details regarding the Radiant Health course, visit ignitedgoddess.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to Ignited Goddess with Christine Duraki. Have a question for Christine or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Ignited Goddess show. I'm your host, Christine Duraki, and today we have Ali Vinci. She is a certified doula. So every birth, I remember all three of my children being very different. And I would love to hear, well, I'll just share real quick. My first one came on Memorial Day weekend. They said, no, this is your first time mother. You're not, you're not in labor. You're not in labor. So they sent me home and said, go home, have a glass of wine. So I had a glass of wine and my girlfriend was there and she was like, you have to go back to the doctor. You have to go back. Um, I know you're in labor. And I I was crying because I really wanted to have a natural birth. And I was very attached to it at that time. I I was very fist closed kind of person at that time in my life. So crying, we get to the hospital, I'm eight centimeters dilated. She you know, came within 40 minutes. My second one was a full moon, get to the hospital, no bed, had him on a, um, uh, a, a metal operating table in a closet. And then I told um. you my, my third one <laughs> was in the lobby. So all very different. And I would love to hear like what some of your favorite stories are from a doula's perspective and how you have been helpful and how that connection has helped women. Absolutely. 
Thank you for sharing yours. <laughs> the full moon. I was I was actually just out of birth a few moons ago <laughs> on a full it moon. It is crazy, and they, right? They say that the babies come with full moons and with storms. Yes. They were like, sorry, That's... we have nowhere, no room for you. I was like, yeah. what? They're like, we have one closet. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. And they're ready. They're ready. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, that um, the last that last birth that I was just at the night of the full moon was really beautiful. It it was a lot of the births that I've supported have they've actually been more high risk or induction. So it's they've been they've had other factors playing into them. So this one was an induction and it was just so beautiful to see the mother this was this was her second and it was just so beautiful to see her surrender to she wanted as any other any parents they they want their babies to be okay they're it's, it's mm-hmm. that's that's the main goal is for everyone's okay everyone's healthy safe uh, so she was happy to have the induction she knew her baby was coming and that things were going to be supported and Right off the bat, I got there. I met them at the hospital when it's induction. An induction, I usually meet them after things have been going for a little bit. So I got there right after, or right as she was getting an epidural, and right away we just jumped into doing different postures with the peanut ball. A peanut ball is it's like a birth ball. It's in the shape of a peanut, so it has mm. two round edges on the sides, and then it's skinnier in the middle. Peanut. And there's lots of different positions that you can do with them. So we did a little sequence to help to open the top of the pelvis, the middle of the pelvis, the bottom of the pelvis to help baby's position and to help uh, baby to come down. So Mm -hmm. it was just right off the bat. She was in ease. She was content. She, we had candles lit. I brought in candles and some, if, if they're interested in having some lavender, I, I bring some lavender lotion and mist and, she oh, had some lovely. music playing. It was just that that's the thing when when I've when I set the atmosphere in the room of mm-hmm. candles and whatever music they'd like and the lavender and it's so interesting to see when the care providers come in or whenever whenever anyone comes in. It's like they just take a deep breath. It's like, oh, it's like that in this room. And it's, it's Yeah, it really you take the stress away. That, yeah. It, it it's like an unspoken thing. It's just this is the vibe that we have set in the room and it helps people to stay like, you don't want care providers coming in talking all loud and bringing you out, out of the, out of the space. It's mm-hmm. birth is a very internal, you got to go, got to go mm-hmm. inward. And it just helps to keep that, keep that energy in the room. So we had the, the room set. And like I said, we were going through the sequence of, of different postures and she had an epidural. So it's, it's limited movement, but there are still multiple things that we can do, different postures that we could do in the bed. She progressed beautifully with the, with the sequence that we did and baby was ready to come within about two hours of me being there. So it was, wow. That's great. Quickly. And she had been, we had been working together through prenatal yoga. She had taken, that's how how we found each other. And she started when she was, I want to say eight weeks pregnant, so pretty early on, and she had yeah. been practicing things throughout. And she was one of the ones that shared that the pelvic floor work and the core work that we did really helped her. To she pushed for about fifteen twenty minutes, and then baby was out. Everything was just very efficient, and it was just so beautiful to see her so empowered in feeling like she had. It's, I mean, birth, you don't have much control. It's things, things happen the <laughs> way that they're going to happen. But to a certain extent, you do of like what, of there are certain decisions and things mm-hmm. that can, that you can have control. So she had control of what she could and the rest was a beautiful surrender. And it was just very positive. Yeah, that sounds beautiful. And it sounds like the, even though they can join you at any point along their pregnancy, it sounds like the, the sooner that they join, the more of a relationship, the deeper trust, mm-hmm. safer space, all of that occurs if they start earlier on. 
Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's great to start connecting as soon as, as soon as they find out, as soon as they, yeah. they're ready to be supported. Yeah. Yeah. Just gives us more time to prepare. Right. So what would one piece of advice to anyone that's pregnant, um, listening, what would you say that would be? I would say to start to practice connecting with your body and your breath and your mind, that body mm. awareness can make such a huge difference. One of my clients was, we did our prenatal yoga teacher training together. So she was a yoga teacher. She did it when she was pregnant and that's how we met. And one of the main things that she kept saying in labor, I joined her at her house when she was in in labor before we went to the hospital. And that was one of the main things when, when we were home and she was doing some movement, she was finding rest, but she just kept saying, I can't imagine not having this kind of awareness in my body and dealing with something that's or working with something that's so so massive in your body it's it's right having starting to listen to your body and what your body's asking for because so much of it is intuitive it's an inward it's it's so inward it's there's this cascade of hormones and it's it's a roller coaster inward and things are happening on physical emotional subtle level so to just start to practice listening to your body and noticing your mind, noticing your breath, because a lot of it is mental too. Like noticing how you handle sensation and mm-hmm. how your where your mind goes when things arise, when intense sensation arises, and noticing where your mind goes. So, say the combination of those th- three things of like starting to meet yourself, to befriend yourself, to befriend your body and your mind and your breath, because. You can you can do all the research, and I encourage it. <laughs> but then, at a certain point, some of it just goes out the w- the window, and you're just in that internal mode with yourself and learning to learning yourself on a deeper level. I think is so valuable. Yeah, from what I've seen, and and probably that's a good piece of advice for anybody that thinks that they would like to have a baby. You know, yeah. I think um, we live in a world that is stressful and Mm -hmm. we go, go, go. And sometimes that pause of reflection inward, we can recognize whether it's the food that we're eating, the exercise we're doing, the, whether it's birth control, like we don't think about all of those outside factors that affect us. Absolutely. Um, so do you work with women before they want to get pregnant? I haven't yet, but I would love to. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, a a big part of conception is preparing the body is being in the, the, I mean, the parasympathetic nervous system plays a huge role. So that's responsible for rest, digest, as you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's restorative yoga is, we're, yeah, tell a little, so much- tell the listeners a little bit about restorative and the benefits of it. I mean, yeah. because that is like such a good way to prepare. Absolutely. So, so, so much of the time we're in the um, sympathetic nervous system, which is fight or flight. It's the go, go, go active. And the parasympathetic nervous system, as I said, is responsible for rest and digest. And once we're, once we start to balance the nervous system and tap into that, to the parasympathetic, the rest and digest, our body's able to function better. It improves digestion. It improves our immune system. It strengthens our immune system. It, it can help with conception. It can help with, with everything that our body does. It helps with, with the function. And restorative yoga is, it's a use of a practice with props to support the body and positions of rest. So it's not active. It's, it's, it's passive and it's, it's a beautiful space for silence for sometimes the opposite arises when we're in silence, the mind goes crazy. And a lot of people will say, Oh, I can't do that. Cause I have a monkey mind. My mind's all over the place, but just as physical practice, this is a muscle that we build of, of relaxation. It, it takes practice mm-hmm. to be able to relax. Some of us are yes, able it to does. do it right away. <laughs> so it's, by practicing that, it, it can help so many other things in our life in general, <laughs> whether you're pregnant or not. And then in pregnancy, being able to relax is a great thing to be able to process because if you're re- if you're tense in birth, it's it's so much harder for the baby to to come down and out. You have to relax the body, so it's it can make such a difference 
balancing mm-hmm. the central nervous system and doing some restorative yoga. <laughs> you yes. It's so good for all of us. So it's good for the world. It is. <laughs> it's good for the world. You're right. Heal the world. <laughs> all right. We'll be right back. We're going to take a quick break. Enjoying our shows and can't get enough of us? Follow us on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio and see what we're cooking up for you. Ignited Goddess offers a professional and personalized eight-week radiant health course designed for women. This online course consists of custom-designed modules based on the principles of Ayurveda and yoga with an emphasis on mind, body, and soul to support well-being and a healthy lifestyle. Clients are rewarded with a renewed sense of beauty and life-changing results. Participants in the course meet twice a week online in a group environment. The program starts with personal, one-on-one, individual consultation with each client. Each weekly course offers creative building blocks to strengthen a healthy foundation towards better health and well-being. For more information on Ignited Goddess and details regarding the Radiant Health Course, visit ignitedgoddess.com. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to Ignited Goddess with Christine Duraki. Have a question for Christine or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Ignited Goddess Show. I'm your host, Christine Duraki, and today's guest is Ali Bensi. She is a certified doula. And if you don't know what a doula is, we're going to do a little recap and she'll, she's going to just tell us what a doula really entails, because I don't know that a lot, all of our listeners know. So let's just do a little recap of what a doula does. Great. Yeah. A doula is essentially a, compa- a trained companion support that, I mean, there are different types of doulas. There are death doulas, postpartum doulas, birth doulas. So specifically for a birth doula, it, they support the transition from pregnancy through labor, birth, and delivery, immediate postpartum. But basically, they provide physical support, emotional support, informational support, partner support. So it's it's a lot of people will say, well, do I need a doula if I have a supportive partner? It's it's different. The part the partner, your partner is also going through this whole new experience and seeing you, they have this close connection with you. And sometimes it's hard for partners to to see their person experiencing what they're experiencing. So mm-hmm. the doula facilitates a space for their whole the whole birthing team. They don't replace a partner. They they really help the partner support you in the best that they can. They so it's a doula. I love that aspect of it because especially for first time parents. Yeah. I mean, I think you're just can be very confused and like, is this mm-hmm. normal kind of attitude? So that support is, I love that it's all inclusive of both of you, you know? Absolutely. It's a really beautiful thing. They're part thing. of a team. Yeah. It's not just them taking over. It's We're, we're just a part of the team. Yep. It's <laughs> we, a we. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, basically, I, I, their goal is to help support your vision of your birth. So, it's a non-judgmental, non-biased, whatever kind of birth you'd like to have. Our role is to support you in creating that. So, it's... That's great. Really just just as much support as you can to so create a if, positive experience. Yeah, that I mean, I I think it's truly beautiful and so wonderful. If our listeners would like to seek out a doula, do you have recommendations? How to find one? How can they find you? Um, yeah, tell us. Absolutely. So I I trained through Dona Dona's Doulas of North America. It's a very wide. Uh, umbrella that 
certifies doulas. So you can look on their website if you're looking for someone who's doula trained. Doulamatch.net is also a great resource. You can search for doulas in your area there. Uh, like a dating but also, site. <laughs> <laughs> and choosing a doula it really is like dating. I recommend interviewing multiple <laughs> to see who you're the best fit with because it really is and it's great. It's an energetic connection. It's a you want to see who you who you mesh the best with and who can support you the best. Uh, and then also word of mouth is a great way to find someone if you know who someone if you know someone who recently had one asking if they have any recommendations. Again, um, like dating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, there are, um, yeah, so dual match, Dona, asking people, there are Facebook groups for moms that you can ask for people if they have recommendations. And if if you're at the point where you don't want to share it with people, you can post anonymous, anonymously in those. I see a lot of people do that because they're not ready mm. to share yet, but they want to connect with the doula. Right. That's a great option as well. Or even asking your care provider a lot of times, especially if you're with a midwife, they'll often have doulas, I think. So, Asking your care provider would be a good option. And how as about well. how, how can they find you? I can be found. <laughs> my <laughs> um, my website is birth elements.com. Uh, you can find me on there. I'm also on Dual Match. You can find me on Instagram at AVINCIII. <laughs> A-V-I-N-C. Okay. Um, I share some of my birth things on there as well. Yeah. That's great. So we talked about what would be one piece of advice that you would give to any pregnant people listening, but what would be the one piece of advice you'd give to um, somebody after they had their baby? Because I think after you, you need just as much nurturing and support. Absolutely. I would say be kind to yourself. This Mm. is a whole new world. It's, like learning a whole new language you're learning your baby you're learning yourself you're you're a new person as well it's, it's the end of one version of you and the beginning of another so be kind to yourself be patient with yourself and there is support and there are resources out there it's it's not meant to be done alone there's mm. there's support so even if you have a wonderful family and that kind of support Postpartum doulas are, again, a different specialized kind of support that help you to understand developmental things like what's happening with your baby at these stages and just encouragement of, yes, sometimes it's nice to just have that reassurance of, Mm -hmm. am I, what am I doing? Am I doing this? Am I going crazy? (laughs) Exactly. And there's there's the cascade of, or there's hormones going on after birth too. And it's, their support so postpartum doulas can also support that postpartum period too again emotionally mm-hmm. to help process the birth um, sometimes unfortunately traumatizing births happen births that births don't always go beautifully I shared a mm-hmm. I shared a nice story but it's common or it, that might not be the case as well so sometimes that sets up for a postpartum period on a different note if you're coming mm-hmm. off of that so Having the support and the guidance to process the birth and to start this postpartum period with with support can make a big difference. From an Ayurvedic standpoint, what would be some things that you would do for a woman after pregnancy? Teas, broths, warm, nourishing foods with vitamins and minerals. Um, there's actually... A wonderful site Chio mm-hmm. that I've worked with a little bit, but they do um, nourishing postpartum meal kits, mm. and it's it's all it, it's a wonderful company. But what's the name of it? Chio C H I Y O. Oh, okay. Yeah. I never heard of that. Yeah, I know. Um, you know, I also feel like taking that time for rest that is absolutely so huge. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I know, with, like I said, with my first one, I was that uh, fist. Like, I really thought I needed to have control. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just started to go, go, go. Like, within days, I thought, oh, not, nothing happened to my body. But 
And I just started to go back into my routine of exercise and, um, and my body didn't like that after two weeks, it was really pissed off actually. And (laughs) showed it in very, and not in a, a good way. So that taking that time for rest is so essential. Like they tell you that six weeks Mm-hmm. And they, it, it's true. Like w- there's sometimes you have to really listen and take rest. Absolutely. So, just like the restorative yoga. And, um, I, and I, you know, after practicing Ayurveda, I think that was one of the biggest thing that I've taken away from Ayurveda, the importance mm-hmm. of real rest yeah, it's different than watching TV. It's different <laughs> it is. than, you know, it's having that real good rest. It can make such a difference. But yeah, they, they, they what tradition it says 40 days in the bed, 40 days around the bed, 40 days in the house. Like it's, it's okay to, to be yes. in bed, to not do anything. You're doing so much as it is. You're like feeding the baby, caring for the baby. It's, it's, it's a full time thing. So to hold that space for, for yourself and to, Allow that rest. Yeah. So important. Oh, I love this conversation. It's so Me beautiful. <laughs> so what what um what's next for you? Do you have anything coming up? Is there a new a session coming up for, for prenatal yoga or anything like that? So right now we don't have any uh prenatal series on the schedule. I just trained in baby and me postpartum yoga mm. so possibly either either that or prenatal series it's there's there's a lot on the on the horizon it's just seeing seeing what exactly is next so i will keep that i will share that on instagram when it's when the next series is announced but yeah either prenatal or postpartum Wonderful. baby and me yoga <laughs> Super fun. That must be so much fun to to incorporate the the babies into your oh, yeah. your realm too. It's the cutest class I've ever taught. I'm sure. <laughs> I want to come to that can, one. <laughs> and they can they can start at any once once um, the parent caretaker is good to go. The babies can start whenever. There's I, I give different levels for whether the baby, if all they can do is lay on their back, then great. They can still, there's, it's, it's a lot of like moving their limbs and connecting with them, connecting with your breath and connecting with their breath, like your hands on their belly and, and different moving the limbs can, can help with development and, and their hips and their, there's, there's a lot of stuff that they can do. Yeah. <laughs> right the bat. And what yes. about music? Do you think music plays a part? Because I notice with my dogs, like if I play music, <laughs> they just love it. Oh yeah, yeah. The part of part of what I do is it's like a sing songy kind of thing. So we'll do certain <laughs> movements, and it's it goes along with a little song, and it, it helps the babies to learn. It helps to draw their attention. It helps them to. It, it's the best one of the best ways to communicate with babies is to sing to them and to narrate what's happening. So mm. it's it's a lot of that, absolutely. Yeah, when. When my oldest now, when she was first born, I always had, I was very, like I said, very strict, but there was also benefits to that because I had a strict routine and I stuck to that routine every single day. She watched the same show every single day. She had her food, her bath, everything was at the same exact time. I mean, and I, I think that structure was good for her and for me. I mean, she was a great sleeper. She had to go into her crib at eight o'clock. She never got out till nine o'clock. But I, I, wow. even mm-hmm. though I was, <laughs> I was very strict, Allie. <laughs> I mean, too much. I chilled out with the next, uh, the next one. But it well, that's great. If carried, it yeah. I mean, it did work for me at that time, but, um, it, it was beneficial in, in the regard that she knew what was happening. She knew like, okay, I'm even at a very young age, she knew she was going to sit there and watch this red mm-hmm. ball move across the TV. <laughs> and then she was going to get her bottle and then she was going to have her bath and then she was going to bed. Like, you you know, she knew exactly what was going to happen and she like kind of moved towards it and you, you could see that. And I think mm-hmm. even as adults, we need that structure mm-hmm. and our dogs need that structure. We, 
we just do better if we know what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that's, that's the thing too. Routine versus schedule. Schedule mm-hmm. can be very hard to stick to, especially with right. a newborn. Things will be, it, you, you kind of got to adapt to how they develop as well. But if you have a routine, then that can be flexible. It's like once, once they wake, then we do a little tummy time, then we eat and then mm-hmm. sleep. And then it's like a, a routine in that wake window. But it, it's sometimes if you're like, I always want to get, I always want to, I want to have them in bed and sleeping by this time and not wake up till that time. Invite a little compassion in. <laughs> right. that, that can be very challenging to do. So I, I, I encourage my postpartum clients to focus on building a routine so that mm-hmm. things happen one after each other rather than a schedule. Cause sometimes it yes. can be a little more, a little more doable, but schedules can be, schedules can work too. So depending on, yeah, <laughs> depending on you and yeah, your baby. the routine can lead to freedom as long yeah. as you can let go a little bit. Yeah. But I had to learn that. <laughs> it would have been nice to have you. So <laughs> one more time, let's tell our listeners where they can find you. Yeah, my website is birth elements or birth-elements.com and Instagram, A-B-I-N-C-I-I-I. And I'd love to connect, especially if you're in the New Jersey area looking for a doula, birth, postpartum, yeah, accepting clients. Wonderful. Thank, Thank you so you, much, Allie, Christine. so much. And you can find me at ignitedgoddess.com and on Instagram, ignitedgoddess. And next week, we will have a theologian, Billy Ward. Until then, lots of love. Breathe it in. Thank you so much, Christine. Breathe it out. Let it fill your mind, your body, and your soul. Thank you again, Allie. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. Be sure to tune in next week. Thank you so much, Christine. Thanks, Allie. (laughs) Great talking with you. You too. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Ignited Goddess. We hope you've learned a lot. Join us next week for another informative and empowering episode.